Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, the weekly Vanguard podcast uh, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rebeer. And fun fact, if you get three paper cuts on the same hand in 20 minutes, you will murder four of your coworkers. That was my day today, was just getting paper cuts at work all day. Goodbye. <laughs> and speaking of paper cuts, uh, we're doing a set review of the first of two clan selection pluses that Boucheret is releasing. Um, and <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's our feelings on yeah, it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> What, what is this? Who is this for? All the clans, apparently. See, this is um, what I was worried about, right? Is that they would announce something new, and then we'd still have to deal with this set after we already knew about it. Right. That's but uh, and here we are. Well, luckily now we have a we ha- we're like we we've gone full circle. So we went from on a YouTube channel to being a podcast on a YouTube channel to separating into its own podcast podcast to making a YouTube channel again. So, we did it. We, we yeah. somehow did it. Yep. And it took so, how long to convince you to just put these on YouTube? Well, I had to, I'm, I'm the one who told him to do that in the first place. Yeah. And he was like, but why? And I'm like, look, I don't know why, but people listen to podcasts on YouTube. And then he was like, oh. And then they did. <laughs> it was weird. It's just, it's just the time ta- it takes to upload it all. It takes forever. You got to do it for... Because oh, yeah, no, I, I got to do it for like all of the, the RSS feed. SoundCloud, and also YouTube. Like, it takes a while. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Understandable. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're, we're not going to cover any reprints, because this set has a lot of reprints in it. Um, you know, you guys already know what those cards do, but uh, like pretty much every other set review, it's... Uh, or if they don't, they can go listen to the episode of that set that we're in. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> Except for all the promos, but, like, I don't think we care enough to go back for all of them. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, uh, why don't we kick it off here with, uh, how do I pronounce this? Uh, Cephalath, Aider, Shin, Malkuth, Malek. I think I got it. Um. Good enough. For Angel Feather, grade 3, 12k, uh, protect gift. Uh, when... Check if your Vanguard is Archraider Malkuth Malek, you can discard a card and ride him as stand. Also, during your turn, if you have two or more protect markers on your circles, all of your front row units get plus 10k. And also on Van, all of your units on rear with a protect marker cannot be retired by any player's card effects. Pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, I think this card has uh, some interest. So, as of right now, there's no way to call this card during your battle phase in V. Free standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can use it to. Uh, you can. There are ways to like stack it there. Mm-hmm. Like on top, ready to take it for damage, like for a rescue check or something. Yes. So it is. Uh, it is, you can like accelerate this on like your first grade through ride, for example. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, because like the original Malkuth Malek allows you to call a board and then you take a damage. Um, like, let's say you ride original Arch, uh, uh, Malkoth, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you, like, set up for the damage check, activate Mal- the original Malkoth for a Soul Blast, take a damage. Oh, look, it's the other Malkoth. Let me discard a card and ride this guy. Let me get another Protect Gift. Now my front row has plus 10k. And, you know, two of my units can't be, can't be retired. Mm-hmm. It's, like, not bad for your, mm-hmm. like, first grade three turn. If, if yeah. you can get all those pieces. Yes. It's and all of the old Aidroid support for Malkuth retired themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this keeps them from doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the this is the only deck in the game that makes a good case for using Protect Two. Correct. Yeah. So it's the actual only one. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna. Well, obviously, you know. V standard is going to be not a thing come April, so this doesn't really have a lot of premium application, and uh, I guess if you're doing V premium for the eight seconds that they're going to keep that alive, then sure, but just, uh... Uh, wondering if you could damage check it with rescue in premium. Oh, you could. 
I mean, almost certainly, but I don't know if you have a way to stack it. Mm. That is a good... Well, I mean, if you just played this and then had, like, the Gavriel have... stride... Well, you would have to stack it, like, the fourth card, right? That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's true. Because, uh, yeah. like, you're... Cause you have to do drive checks first if you talk of Vanguard. Yeah. Which is what's lame. The, are, are, aren't there, like, strides that give you rescue checks in main phase? But you don't want yeah, that. Yeah, but that, that doesn't, that, that's but that doesn't give us a that, That's not what we want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, the only one is, like, the only battle phase rescue, even though it's not printed on her, is the first Gavril stride. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah, also Holy Road... Say that again? We don't really care if the card says rescue, literally, but there's just mm -hmm. the problem is there's just no way to stack it that deep. Yeah. yeah. So no, no cheese for you, I guess. Um, there's Holy Road Angel, which is a grade 2, 9k. Uh, Vanna Rear one... What? This card's just great. Yeah. Uh, Vanna Rear on play, look at top 7. Reveal a Malkuth with Malek. Uh, from among them, put it into your hand. Reveal up to one normal unit in your hand and put it on top of your deck, uh, and then hard once per turn mm. on that. Mm, which normal unit are you gonna? Which normal unit are you gonna put on top of your deck? Who knows? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think this card kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> After what we literally just said, and then also a persistence <laughs> angel, grade one, eight k. Act on rear guard once per turn, soul blast one, draw a card, discard a card, and put up to one card of Noctith Malak in its card name from your drop zone on top of your deck. So, basically mm. the same thing. What, what, what's kind of uh, dope about, uh, I guess I could have said that for Holy Road Injury, is that it works on Vanguard. So, like, you, can, you, know, you can even set, you set yourself up into triggering into, you know, things that you need, or, or, or I mean, not, obviously to put a normal unit up there, but, like, you know, you dig for it and you basically aren't going to lose... Like, if you want to keep everything, you can, I guess. That's what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, uh, I guess if you write it, you're not triggering that turn, which is kind of lame. Yeah. Oh, there's a grade two. There's a grade two with rescue that can, like, put the top card of deck in the damage face down, and then you do a rescue check. So if you can stack two cards on top, then you could write but it. But then you're Vanguard standing, right? Yeah, that's true. Which is kind of, again, defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah. No, there's tons of ways to do it if you don't. Attack with Vanguard. <laughs> but that's, like, not what we want. <laughs> so what you need to do in order to set it up is you would have to use, like, a card, like, a card, like, you would have to call something, and you'd have to call, like, um, a Holy Road Angel during battle. Mm -hmm. Stack, like, after your Vanguard attacks, to stack it on top. And then do a rescue check afterward. That might be doable. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe, so maybe if you get one in damage, you can call it from damage. No, because then you have to resolve the whole effect first. So no, you'd have yeah. to be. So you, but yeah, you'd have to do some weird combination of cards for sure. It would be yeah. non. -trivial. Am I going to have to dedicate myself to a meme build trying to make this work now? You know. could just call what James. One thing I will say about the Malkuth, the Malkuth stuff is that it is very heavy on soul costs. Yeah. The original Malkuth and Persistence Angel and a bunch of other Angel Feather cards, actually. So you can run a soul fairly easily in that deck. It's just something to worry about. Yeah, I, I know that uh, one of the reprints is a uh, grade one that puts herself in soul just for a damage swap. So that could help. Um, I don't know mm. if that's going to be enough, but it, it, you know, there's, you know, it's something at least. Yeah, I don't know. You might play that card. Um, let's see. Well, uh, moving on to Shadow Paladin, uh, we have Mesmerizing Witch Fianna, who is a grade 3 with a Force Gift, 13k. Uh, act on Vanguard once per turn. You counterblast one, retire two rearguards. Search your hand or deck for up to one Witch of Reality Femme, which we'll get to in a sec. Call it to a front row rear guard, and if you search your deck shuffle, the circle that call that the called unit is on becomes a vanguard circle until end of turn. And then also continuous on vanguard during your turn. All of your vanguards get plus five k for each of your opponent's grade zero rear guards. Um, 
And then for Femme, is, uh, she's a grade 2 uh, 10k. Act on Vanguard once per turn. You can Soul Blast 1. Your opponent chooses two grade 0 units from his or her drop zone, calls them to his or her rear guards with greater 1 or greater units. If no cards were called, she gets pl- drive plus 1 until end of turn. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a grade 2. Oh. Grade 2. Yes. So this is like a more convoluted blade master. Yep. No, this is a this is like a b- weird blaster dart. Yeah, kind of. Um, it's only on Vanguard Circle. It's a grade two. Yeah, because Fiona turns it into a Vanguard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I see. Okay. Yeah, so it is a more convoluted blade master. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's just you get twin drive if you have all the things going on. Yep. If if there's nothing to call. So I wrote an article on our Patreon, pa- patreon.com slash nexus at night. And uh, basically it's a very long rant about why I am disappointed in the Shadow Paladin Witches the entire time. And that includes this mm-hmm. new stuff. So I'm just going to link that in the description because I already got all my rage out then. And all I can say is just C minus. So, yeah, that's where I stand. Like, so you can, like, maybe retire two if your opponent doesn't have, like, a disappearing board, or, and desperately hope they're not just playing something that does not care, like I think most of the meta decks. Yeah, so, like, okay, the card advantage is barely a plus if everything goes well. So you lose two rear guards for Fiona's cost. So it's a minus two. You get Femme, which puts it at a minus one. Femme has a drive check on her own, so that's a wash. Um, and unless you do this turn three going first and the opponent never guarded with triggers, which is very unlikely, you get a twin drive out of Femme, which is a plus one. That's if everything goes well. This card's, like, yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, so so much stuff that could have been done differently that would not have been broken at all, and they just didn't. So, yeah. Well, doesn't even like turn your opponent's vanguard into a grade zero. That like mm-hmm. doesn't matter anymore because of how they changed the guarding rules and mm-hmm. like trigger PGs either way. But like, at least that would have given your front row like eight k. Yep. Um. Oh wait, no, seven k because starters are six k. Yeah. There's also so cold... you could ju- you could just never replace these zeros like your opponent can just never replace the zeros on their board. Yeah, it just doesn't work. I mean, in standard at least you have vanilla triggers, so it's better. Because one of the problems in uh, like Legion and Giro was you had triggers with effects, so they were just gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna call this catch goal. Thanks, mate. I'm gonna call a new card." You know, mm-hmm. so. Slightly better, but it's very hard to kind of square that circle when you're essentially you're still giving your opponent cards, and they can turn that cards into other advantage. So, yeah. or, and you can always just play Blade Master and just retire your opponent's whole board. See, that's the spirit. All right, Cold Blooded Witch Lurba, Grade One. Okay, eating mochi during a podcast was such a bad idea. Holy shit. Uh, Grade 1, 8k on rear. Uh, This ability's cost is reduced by counterblast 1 for each of your opponent's grade 0 rear guards. So it's meant to capitalize with Fianna's thing. Okay, so it's meant to be free. Got it. Yeah. On play, counterblast 2 and put a grade 2 or greater normal unit from your drop zone on the bottom of your deck and draw a card. So put a fem back, draw a card. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, okay, if you're doing this, it's implied that it's late game. So it should be free, but not what, always doing yeah, I feel like case. if you're not doing this, like, the turn you activate, uh, what's her name? Fiana. Fiana, like, you're, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the only way you can recover from your giant minus, right? Yeah, pretty much. And you can retire a great team with her skill, so you always just lose your return. Yeah, and possibly just counter blast two for this medi- for this very medium skill because your opponent had no grade zeros to call. 
Yeah, you retire the fem you drew naturally so that you can uh, so that you can put it back and search for, and, and get a different one. <laughs> Man, shadow witches are so bad. Because uh-huh. <laughs> God forbid you draw one naturally. <laughs> well, at least they're reprinting the main, which just gets you a free card. Yeah, you could play it in witches, I suppose. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the reprints in this set are good reprints. You know, Nemin, we found one Karen. good witch among all of the support, <laughs> and it's a reprint. I mean, the okay, in a world full of Mordred and I guess Claret Sword and uh, you know, what what's what's the guy that's like their finisher that's used in every deck the the rear guard, the dragon, the dra- uh, whatever that dragon is, uh, like lunge, uh, danger, danger lunge. lunge. Danger Lunge, yeah. So in, in a world full of Danger Lunges and uh, Mordreds and Blasters and, uh, you Lord. know, Luard, th- it just doesn't justify its own existence, you know? Yeah. Like, especially in a clan like Shadow Paladin where the, the you know, the perfect art is like $12 or something, although it is getting reprinted mm-hmm. in this set, so that's good. Uh it it, it it just doesn't earn its seat at the table. Um, if the, if this was like the very first wave of uh, releases in V series, maybe, but not good enough. Um, then we got uh, Spectral Duke Dragon, which we had an episode about this in the past, but we're gonna do it again because, of course. Um, wait, did you guys that just review. pick the clans you did just to make me go a bunch of times in a row? No, no. <laughs> Nope. It just happened to work out this way. Yeah. Okay. And also, I don't get to talk for, like, two more clans. Oh, God. All right, here we go. I'll, I'll try and make this quick. Spectral Duke Dragon, Grade 3, Excel Gift, Gold Paladin. Continuous on Van. If you have a Black Dragon Knight Vortimer in your soul, this unit gets plus 1k all the time. And if your opponent's Vanguard is Grade 3 or greater, he gets a crit all the time. And then Auto. Vanguard, once per turn, end of the battle that it attacked, counterblast one, retire three rearguards, stay in this unit. It gets drive minus one till end of turn. If your damage zone has four or more cards, it gets drive plus one instead of drive minus one. Mm-hmm. You can play this with with Pelinor. Yeah, you can. I don't remember what I said about this the first time, but it's like a pretty hefty cost. Yeah, pretty hefty cost, like pretty medium because even with all the calling gold paladin does you're like basically wiping out your back row I, I pretty guess much. like and yeah I feel like the I guess the thing you could do with this is, is just triple restand with Pelinor because like you're just kind of hoping that you're her opponent will take one of the rear guards after having to guard the vanguard a bunch of times. I mean, if it's got a crit, then that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you go second, you could use this with Pelinor. They probably you don't want to take the crit, so they'll like guard this twice and have to take one of the rear guards, and then you can use Pelinor. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that you have to get all your plusing from this engine... I guess I guess if you ride uh, Vortimer, this card's like better, because you'll actually mm-hmm. get like two cards for free. But if mm-hmm. you miss that, it's like atrocious. Yeah, just like it was similar, in the similar times. to the old Spectral Duke, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where if you miss the right chain, you're like, oh, cool, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> they really captured its spirit. It sure did. Which I think is what I said before. So you know, whatever. I I, I think I yeah, think I'm... I remember that. Yeah. Um. Pretty sure we so, just talked about how this felt like it was just straight up copying the original. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of these uh, cards that are like retrains of super old cards kind of ended up being like that. Um, yeah. To varying degrees of, uh, you know, effects. But, like, okay, so the grade 2 Vortimer, Black Dragon Knight Vortimer, is uh, grade 2 with 9k. Vanna Rear, if you have a Stat of Darkness Vortimer in your soul, it gets plus 1k, so... Same thing. When retired from rare by your card's ability, you can put it into your soul and counter charge one. It's not bad. 
And then when wrote upon by uh, Spectral Duke, like Matt said, look at five, uh, top five, and call two and shuffle. So, yeah, doing the thing. And then Stat of Darkness, Vortimer, grade one, 8K on Van, when placed, look at top seven. Reveal up to one Spectral Duke Dragon or Black Dragon Knight Vortimer, put it in your hand and shuffle. And when retired from rear by your card's ability, put it in your soul and one of your vanguards gets plus 5K. So. Actual uh, ride chain. Actual ride chain, for sure. Um, let's see. Hooray for them for reprinting Dindrain, I guess. Uh, finally, finally, I'm done with my portion for now. Matt, if you please. Alrighty, so let's talk about, um, Light Battle Dragon Gigano Blazer. So this is the, uh, Tachi Kaze boss from, uh, clan selection here. Uh, so he has, uh, a couple abilities. The first one is a continuous on Van. If you're, during your turn, if you have three or more new equip gauges or put this turn, all of your front row units get power plus 5,000. And then his act on Vanguard Circle, once per turn, uh, Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1, draw two cards, call two cards, put one card from the top of your deck face down as a quick gauge for each of the call, of those units, the cards that you were called, of course. So its act is um, draw two, call two, and then you have to come up with another equip gauge from somewhere, which certainly you'll be able to. So that's pretty so something else. So he kind of turbos out some equip gauges, but only one on each. Mm-hmm. So uh, this card at face value is definitely not leaning into. This is definitely leaning away from Angerblader, um, who is a absolutely ridiculous card, um, and is leaning more toward the Gaia side. And uh, he does do everything that he needs to do on his first turn. It's pretty unfortunate that his um, his continuous only gives uh, five five k. But it does give it to the whole front row, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and uh, you know having a nice plusing act is okay. But uh, I don't think it's just anywhere near the uh, obvious stupid card that is uh, Angerblader. Yeah. It's really. I think we had a whole converse. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what are you going to say, Atlas? No. I was no. going to say like we had a whole conversation about this on one of the tangents episodes where. I think we brought up how they just really regret Anger Blader and are desperately trying to make something more reasonable. Right. But, like, An- Anger Blader still exists, and they unbanned it. Yep. I think because they the realized card... that the only way people were going to play Tachikaze, even with Anger Blader at one, was just to play the one Anger Blader. So they're like, all right, fine, you can have yours back. Also, everything else is broken, so we kind of need to... You know, you 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 saw the tweet with uh, Andrew Blader's head on Anibal Lecter's body. You know the thing. Yep. Yep. Continue. So uh, the next card is a grade two uh, named Spino Extort, Blackmail Dragon, Spino Extort. It's a pretty weird name, honestly. Uh, it's an as an auto on Van or Rear. Uh, when it attacks, kick CB one, retire another rear guard, draw a card, call uh, up to one of the equip gauges from this unit, uh, from the unit retired for this cost to rear guard circle and then put the top card face down as a quick gauge for the called unit. So this is another um, uh, one of the effects that they started printing for in the Gaia set, uh, where there's basically pretty much like, oh, retire a guy, call one of its gauges. And -hmm. again, the major concern with those cards is that you had no way to control those gauges. And so the basically the the extra attacks generated from those gauges would be fairly random. Now, the last card they printed uh, is an attempt to fix that problem. It's called Savage Shooter. It's a grade one. It has an auto on Van. When placed, you can Soul Blast one, draw a card, call a card, and give it an equip gauge. And the more important is a second skill on a rear guard circle only. You can rest this unit and put the card from your drop zone face down as an equip gauge for one of your rear guards without any equip gauges. So this is like one of the only cards that can actually set up specific equip gauges on your units. Uh, So if you are... Avoiding Anger Blader at all costs due to, I don't know, um, what's a reason you would do that? <laughs> Insanity or something of that sort. Uh, uh, budget? That, usually budget, I think. How expensive is Anger Blader? Anyway, it's, it's mm. Tachi. It's V cards. They're all free right now, right? <laughs> well, okay. Uh, Maybe at the time they weren't. Oh, well, that's just, well. I, I don't think they're actually that free right now. I think people are still looking at premium like pretty heavily, so... 
Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I, I know that um, Anger Blader is still a thing in um, in premium, so it's not like it's going to yeah, go yeah, down. You just don't even need your stride deck, man. Just kill him. Yeah. It is. Let's <laughs> see here. Anger Blader, while I wait for this to... Oh, it's like eight bucks. Relax. Oh, it's, it's, eight, it's eight bucks. Eight bucks. All right. Anyway, the second skill is super, super good. Uh, the first skill is, like, kind of replaceable, but mm-hmm. otherwise, neat card. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Vanguard still. So and they're uh, reprinting Sweeper. Oh yeah, and they reprinted Sweeper because why not? And Savage Sweeper, which is also a dope card. And uh, Mega Rex, which was like a triple R from an early V set. Which, so yeah, but which, which any self-respecting Tachi player would have four of. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, new new people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's hard to say self-respecting Tachi player as a Tachi. <laughs> He's got a good point. Alrighty, so shall we talk about some uh, ninja ladies? Yep. Or snow girls, or whatever she is. Anyway, uh, so Murakumo got a new Shiryuki card, because why not? Uh, so, reminder that Shiryuki was unlimited to four, which is a relevant point in, in uh, with this card now existing. So, she has a continuous on deck or drop zone. This card is also regarded as Fantasy Petal, Petal Storm Shiryuki, a.k.a. the old Shiryuki. On guard circle... This card is when placed, choose one of your opponent's front row units, and they get power minus 30,000 until out of battle. So unlike the old Shiryuki, which would give power minus 10,000 in Guard Circle to three units, she just gives all of it to one. Yes, and you sold last two for it. Yep, well, you sold last two for the other one also. So same cost, just all stacked together instead of mm. random elsewhere. <laughs> And uh, has an auto on van or rear. When your attacks, units attack, it does not hit. If you have a Vanguard with sure you can its card name, you can counterblast one, choose one of your opponent's front row units, and it gets power minus 10,000 on a turn. If the student's on van- Vanguard Circle, you may call a card with sure its card name from your drop zone to an open rear guard circle. Not bad. So... So the reason it has the name Fantasy Petals from Shiryuki is to go with the old grade one stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, pretty uh, pretty solid card. I'm not sure if you can even fit this in Yasui. And I think Yasui is probably still better. So mm-hmm. there, there you go. But you you know, you know have, I guess you can run like a split of Shiryuki's if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Just because like the difference here of uh, their um, guard circle skill is quite relevant. Yes. Yeah. And they brought back Shadow Stitch. Yep, they have a pseudo shadow stitch with the if your attack did not hit, you can minus 10k and call a Shiryuki, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whack, honestly. <laughs> so one of the other cards is they made Ice Fang Princess Sudada Hime. Uh, so this has this is a grade 2, and it has an auto on Vanguard Circle only. When placed, you may call a card with Shuriken, its card name from your hand to rearguard circle. If you called a card, at the end of turn, return the rearguard called with this effect to your hand. And if you have one or less cards in your soul, soul charge one. So basically this is saying, okay, well, on ride, you can call a Shuriken, and if you pay the soul, you get it back. Because you're going to have uh, your zero and one in your soul at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty much can just make you know let you pay a soul cost early and get get a little chi away with it. But the real big part is you know, generating this shiryuki attack without really committing the shiryuki, which I guess yeah. is fun. And you it get to reuse the shiryuki. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or ride it the next turn. You know anything. <laughs> yeah. And that's an auto on rearguard circle at the end of your turn. If you have a vanguard with shiryuki in its name, you can put it into soul, soul to return one of your normal units on rearguard circle to your hand. So you can combine this to return their Shiryuki you just got with the with the Shiryuki on van. You know, you can return any other unit, normal unit that you want to protect for some reason. Lots of stuff going on with uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing like reusing those on-call skills. Yeah. Yeah. All those on-call skills that Murakuma wants to reuse 8,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last card is Apprentice Yokai uh, Sasame, Sasame Yuki. Uh, so this is a grade one this time, and it has one placed. Look at the top seven cards of your deck. Reveal it to one card of Shiryuki its card name, put the rest into, and put it into your hand and shuffle your deck. On Vanguard only, by the way. Uh, and then auto on rear. When your Vanguard of Shiryuki its card name is placed, you can Soul Charge one. It's actually not an irrelevant skill, because um, Shiryuki does use a lot of Soul, mm-hmm. as both versions have Soul Blast 2 printed on them. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I don't know. I guess you might play this if you're playing like the actual eight Shiryuki. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not Because, like, what are the other ways to soul charge besides the aforementioned Ice Princess Jokotsu girl, and that's it? And the rainy gal that puts herself in the soul? Yeah, for the most part, in rewriting with, uh, if you're playing Yasuke, you're going to be rewriting for a bit. Mm-hmm. So. Good point. Oh, and um, Ogre. Ogre. Oh, right. Ogre. And then, uh... Yeah, so you have actually a lot of, like, extra soul from random places. Yeah. That's well, good. They'll be fine, I think. And I just want to point out that they just didn't even bother putting, um... The, the PR in the set. <laughs> Which PR? Of course not. They gotta reprint all that uh, dank Shiryuki uh, support. Soul Blast 1, uh, give all units with the same name as this plus 5k. Oh, yeah. The important one? Yeah, it's an important one. No, nah, man, they gotta, they gotta put... not in this set. They gotta put Rainy yeah, Madame, have, the rare. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to have Abrupt Stealth Rogue Ario. I mean, which is the other PR, the newer, newer PR they printed, which hadn't been printed yet, which is what, what they chose instead. Oh. Because uh, Yasui needs that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they anyway. can only do one, apparently, so... The biz- biz- cards. Alright. Draconic Kaiser Vermilion, the blood. So, grade 3, 12 kicks, all circle. Uh, act, Vanguard, once per turn, counterblast one, put a card from hand to soul until end of turn, gets 5k and a drive, and when it attacks, it battles all of your opponent's front row. If you put Kaiser Vermilion into your soul, it gets 10k and a crit. On top of the 5 and a drive. So, if you get... If you do everything you're supposed to, and you put Vermilion and Soul, you get 15k, a crit, and a drive. Hmm. And attack the front row. Just like... A hundred times better than the original Vermilion, where you got one or the other. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, this requires putting the original Vermilion in your deck. Yes. And then, Act, you can Soul Blast the Kaiser her card, and get Drive plus one, and deal this unit one damage. So you could go... Two crit quad drive, but you deal a damage yourself. Yes. Dope. Why was why why was that a thing? <laughs> like, what's Probably the problem some with that? It's a joke. Reason. It's a joke because it, it's a joke because people kept damaging themselves to activate Vermilion skill back in the old days. <laughs> with the, like, it was a really big deal. Like, people would try to keep Vermilion at three damage and like fill their front row, right? Yeah. And then Vermilion would be like damaging it, damage adder. Counterblast three, attack your front row. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, so on, I don't know why people people always people always made this play, and it always and this always happened. I, so maybe they're just saying that. I mean, maybe. I think that was the case with any like deck that had limit break stuff. You'd always run those damage adders, mm-hmm. just to uh, get you there. Um, and then the best feeling is like, getting a heal probably trigger. Probably still not better than uh, what's his face Vanquisher. No, it's not. It's a budget card. That's cool, I guess. Um, sure. And then you have to play. You have to play a lot of bad cards in your deck to make it work, though. Yep. It's okay, they reprinted Vermilion, so you know that's definitely uh, the card they needed to reprint. <laughs> yeah, we also that have was Spark like Arrow cents. Dragon. <laughs> yeah, but it is from an ancient set, so they want to make sure people have it. Fine. Uh, Spark Arrow Dragon, Grade Two, Nine K. You have a Vanguard with Kaiser in its name. Soul Blast One, retire itself. Uh, search your deck for one card with Kaiser, ride it a stand, shuffle your deck, and until end of turn, when your opponent's rear guard would be retired, bind it instead of retiring it. Hard once per turn. So basically, seriously, don't ride the original Vermilion. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Cool art, I Matt, guess. anything to say? Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> that speaks volumes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we also have Thunderheart Dragon, uh, Grade One AK. What fun plays Vanguard or Rearguard Circle? Ooh. They are so random with this. Yeah, it's it's it's. It, I think I I I don't honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess because it only looks top five, and you have to. Well, discard. this one also does not put it in. Like this one makes you discard. Where the other ones? Yeah. Where the other ones don't. And it's only top five. Right. So unless you're Bermuda Triangle, you don't get the free version. Uh, so yeah, look at top five for Vermilion. Or... Uh, oh hey, this is original Vermilion or Spark Arrow Dragon. That means it can't search the blood. Nope. Incredible. 
A plus card. Uh, when your Vanguard's attack hits, it gets power. This unit gets power plus five thousand until end of turn. You're probably going to hit if you're attacking the front row. That you know, like that makes sense at least. Like yeah, that you're probably makes sense, but it like. But it counts for each hit, the... right? Yeah. What? Yeah, it so does. if you hit the front row, this card could just be like twenty three k. Yeah. So, good ish. I feel like even if it just had that second skill, it might be okay. Yeah, would be a good beat stick. It's just the search is the vermilion that you definitely don't want to ride. But you do mm. want to put it in your soul. Yeah. Okay, and then we get Rising Phoenix reprint. Woo! That's good. They did it. At some point. And the promo they chose was, like, really bad. I don't know what this card does, and I'm not going to read it. It's If they if they have a board, it doesn't get to oh, No, we're moving on. Star okay. Raider, Chaos Breaker, Dragon. <laughs> uh, so, grade 3, no gift, 13k. Uh, I don't think we did an episode about this. I did a write-up about this. Uh, so, Continuous Vanguard Rearguard... During your turn, if your opponent has a locked card, you get power plus 10,000. You can counterblast one, your opponent gets an imaginary gift force. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards and lock it. When your opponent's card is unlocked, soul blast one, retire one of the those unlocked units. You draw a card, your opponent removes a total of two markers from his circles or protect from their hand, and you get an imaginary gift force for each gift removed. Hmm... Yeah, if, if only there was an episode we had recorded before this that was maybe titled, I don't know, Chaos Control. That would have been a good title for it. It's totally <laughs> not in our RSS feed. You can't find it. It's not there. Hey, I can't remember every episode we've done before, okay? Even though this was only probably only a couple weeks ago. Wait, oh, you, you were being serious. I thought you were just doing a bit, and I was like, yes, ending it. <laughs> no, I was being serious. I legitimately could not remember. Hmm. I'm unclear how to approach this this conversation right now. I know, right? So I'm just gonna ignore it. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, despite the fact that it steals gifts, it's it's whatever, I guess. Well, it doesn't make gifts on its own, and as a standalone unit, you're giving up a bit of quite a bit of advantage, even if you lock down one column. Like, depending on the deck you're playing against, they just might not care. But anyways, there was also Bisection, Star Vader, Zirconium, so grade 2, 10k, when placed, if you have a Star Vader Vanguard, Counterblast 1, your opponent checks top card, puts on open rearguard circle, locked. If that lock card was put in the back row, draw a card, and this gets power plus 10,000. Continuous, if your opponent's vanguard is grade through your grader and they have a lock card, all your vanguard's original crit becomes two, so you can't use four, first two with it. Well, you can. You would just be putting it on rear guards to begin with, and then, I don't know. Yeah. Not that you'd want yeah, to. But... Nah, you don't have enough prep. That is one of Chaos's problems, is, like, he's the only one that gains any power from any of the support he has, so, like, all you need your rear guards to power up Chaos and get your combo going, but then your rear guards are all really weak. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Star Vader, Craving Claw, grade 1 AK. Uh, when it's attack or the attack it boosted hits, check top 5 for a Star Vader and put it into your hand. Then if your rear guard circle act, if your opponent is... Grade 3 or greater, you can put it into soul. Uh, unlock one of their cards. If you unlock, your opponent chooses a different unit and locks it. So you need all three to make chaos work the way it's intended to work. And, like, get the full lock and get you all the gifts that you stole from your opponent, but that's inconsistent, and you basically have to make your whole deck around drawing. So you just kind of have no way to end the game. <coughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's about it for Link Joker. See, this is kind of a case of too little, too late. Yeah. Um, the promo you guys are getting reprinted is kind of neat. Um, uh, which one is that? Last Crust Marinal. Uh, so, when placement hand, if your opponent has a face down card on Vanguard Circle or Bind Zone, you can power past one. 
bind two of their cards face down, and if you couldn't bind two, counter charge, soul charge. That's pretty neat. It just doesn't work with any of the cards that are being printed this set. Mm-hmm. Still neat, though. Yeah. Speaking of interesting but probably not very good cards, Evil God Bishop Gastiel coincidentally also does not have a gift. Grade 3, 12k. Uh, Ano, Vanguard Circle. At the beginning of your battle phase, Counterblast 1, draw a card. Your opponent chooses one of the following effects for every five cards in your soul, and you cho perform all of them in any order. They can only choose each one once. Uh, all your front row gets critical plus one. Your opponent's Vanguard power increases or decreases he says to one until end of turn, so if you somehow got them to zero or negative power, it goes back to one. Uh, your opponent's auto abilities do not activate until end of turn. Your opponent chooses a card from his or her hand and puts them into the damage zone face down. And this can kill them. Yes, it can. Realistically, you're probably not going to ping them at five unless you have 20 soul, which is pretty hard in standard. Pretty hard turning anywhere, off, honestly. Yeah, turning off auto abilities is probably the strongest one, but, like, also, my experience with playing Sharhat is sometimes I will maybe get to 13k by my first grade 3 ride, so I feel like, realistically, you're only going to have around 10 going into your first grade 3 ride, especially if you went first, and then... Your, since your opponent chooses, they'll choose the least bad option for them. They could even choose to take the damage early. It does take a card out of their hand, though. But, yeah. you know, and depending on who... Yeah, and it's not, like, face up. So, mm -hmm. no counter blast yeah. for them. Face down, face down damage is pretty lame. Um, yeah. now... But, you know, maybe Angel Feather could do something with it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this has more... Uh, potential in premium because you, you because of that Gastille stride where you can just rip this out of deck and yeah. use use the effect like you use this and no life king and you're like bam that's a lot of pressure I would use this with, I would use this with Sharhat honestly because then you just have a restanding front row that's really big and has crits probably mm -hmm. I mean I think what you would want to do is like have a deck that does the soul charging thing better because it's premium and you have the larger card pool and then mm -hmm. force the opponent to choose something they really don't want to. And, uh, yes. and if that doesn't work, then, uh, go into no life King and blow their brains out <laughs> because you can, mm -hmm. or really anything. There's lots of stuff you can do. Uh, the, the gas steel stride was such a badly designed card that every surprise it hasn't been nuked from premium the way that Ichikishima has. Yeah, like for for a for a stride that every grade three that's designed from here on has the potential to break that thing wide open and arguably has, uh, it, it it's just like too much, too too much potential. I don't know. I'm expecting that thing to get nuked from from orbit, but uh, we'll yeah. see. Also, not it's having a... because like this has the ability to turn off auto, which is what they nuked Ichikishima for, so if this, if they think this is okay, then we should unban Ichikishima. Yeah, agree. But uh, it doesn't get a gift, so that that's a balance or whatever. I don't know. I don't know why my stupid player voice is uh, Kermit the Frog, but it is. I also don't know. Yeah, so. Uh... Poisonic Abductor. I was trying to figure out how to read this card's name. Uh, when placed, counterblast one and discard from hand. Search your deck for or up to three grade two or less normal units with the same card name. Put two cards into soul. Call the rest to rear guard circle. Shuffle. That is so good. <laughs> the same as, like, what's it called? Emblem Master? Oh, wait. Emblem Master is also in this set. <laughs> it only gets grade twos? How lame. Yeah. What? Uh, three grade two, grade two or, or less. less. Right, right, but still lame. Yeah. But yeah, this is like Emblem Master, but Emblem Master gets you more soul, this card gets you a rear guard. But Emblem Master also gains power and shield. Mm -hmm. yep. You can always it's search Emblem be, Master. I guess you don't need a million triples anymore since they banned hard legs. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. 
they also have Ironheart Assassin, which is the grade one, 8k. When it attacks or boosts, you may soul charge one. And if you're if you soul charge and your soul has three copies of him, counter charge one. And when rode upon, you may call this card to rear guard circle. Cool. Awkward, but fair. Yeah. I'd I rather could... it didn't get called to rear guard circle. I guess it's a May. Yeah. I guess if you rode this one and then called it out, you could use Emblem Master to put the rest of it into your soul. And then this but then the one fourth one would be in your hand. Hmm. Oh, Emblem Master himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that works. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking yeah. the, the new guy. I was like, wait. <laughs> no, Emblem. Yeah, yeah, actual Emblem Master. You could... So if you would ride this one, use Emblem Master to shove the other three so you can count soul charge and counter charge every turn. I see. Free. Or something. Yeah. Yes. Alright. So, another Dark Zone clan. Gear Chronicle. If you remember that they existed, I didn't. <laughs> so they have a grade 4, because Gear Chronicle. Uh, Interdimensional Dragon, Time Leaper Dragon. I think they just ran out of names. Um, so it has an auto and red <laughs> circle. When it attacks, you can put a rear guard on the bottom of your deck. Search your deck for up to one uh, card with an equal... With a grade equal to the card put on the bottom of your deck for this cost, grade plus one. So if you put back a grade two, you get a grade three. Call it to rear guard circle, shuffle your deck, and that unit gets power plus 10,000. That is the full effect. Hmm. <laughs> I can't stop imagining. It's like Friday night. They, they just want to go home. They're like, oh, we're not letting you go home until you name this thing. Well, what does it do? It's time leap. Interdimensional Dragon Time Leaper Dragon. Fuck this. I'm literally, out. that's what it's like. <laughs> it's literally they just ran out of ran out of names. They couldn't just recycle Chronos Command or something. No, nope. kind of looks like Chronos Command too. No, bit. it's not blue enough. Right. Anyway, I think this card's kind of whatever. Yeah. And I think that Gear Chronicle has enough other cool things going on mm. that I'm like whatever about it. Yeah, I, all it's literally just time leap. We have yep. Metallica Phoenix for that. Oh, you could be playing like um, you know next stage or something with all the dumb rear guards that Gear Chronicle has. Yep, which there are a lot of. So uh, they also have Steam Gutter, Steam Gutter Zaid. Uh, so he has an auto on banner rear when placed. Soul less one, discard a card from hand. Uh, draw a card, choose one of your opponents regardless of grade less than or equal to the disc card discarded for this from your hand for this card's cost and retire it. So you discard a grade three, you can pop a grade three or less. Discard a grade four, you can pop a grade four or less. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then it has an auto on rear when it attacks. If you wrote a grade four unit uh, you this turn, you can soul charge one. Not bad. Seems yeah, fine. It is a card. Yep. And the last card is uh, Lost Gear Dog 8. Weird name. Uh, has Did George Costanza game. name this dog? No, th that would be 7. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Nope, this is uh, George Costanza's uh, younger brother who named his dog 8. Alright, right. so uh, auto on Van Rear. When placed from hand, you can reveal a grade 3. If you do search deck for up to one grade 3 card, reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle your deck. If you put a grade a card in your hand, choose one or more cards with a sum of grades being free or greater from your hand and discard them. So you can, like, search for a jet, I guess. This is, like, infinitely worse than just the regular grade 3 searcher. Yeah, yeah. And then if this card would be discarded, it may be discarded as grade 3. Hey, look, a stride fodder. Yeah. I mean, the idea is it lets you... As it's like one of the old stride fodders, except literally anything. Yeah, but the old stride fodders could just discard any card. You didn't have to be a sum of right. grade three. I know, so but this it's is still... still just worse. Well, th there's the trade-off. The trade-off is you get anything you want versus a specific yeah, but... thing. I'm not saying it's better. Yeah, I'm just but saying like that's the regular the grade three searchers could already do that, and they didn't have to discard a sum of grade three. I don't know why this card has to. Even and I guess. And I guess English finally gets a Ribble, right? <laughs> when it's discarded for your hand for this turn, you can soul blast one, call it to your guard. It gets power plus 5,000, and until end of turn, you can put, uh, uh, you put a normal unit from the job, from the, from the, sorry. 
from the drop zone to the <laughs> bottom period, of your deck. Put a normal unit from your drops <laughs> in the bottom of your deck and draw a card. So it's like, <laughs> the card's just value. Yeah. Because you're already paying cost, getting a unit for it, and then drawing a card anyway. Like, what? <laughs> it just does it all. Yep. Um, let's see. We uh, For Grand Blue, we got Ghosty Leader Beatrice. Grade 3, Protect Gift. Uh, 12k on Vanna Rear, when placed, you Soul Blast 1. Call a card not named Ghosty Leader Beatrice from Drop Zone to Rear. Uh, Continuous on Vanguard Circle, all of your units with Ghosty and their card name on Rear Guard or Guard Circle get Intercept, Power plus 5k, and Shield plus 5k. And then also auto on Vanguard when your rear guard is retired by a card's ability during your turn. You can counter blast one, call a card with Ghosty and its card name, and grade less than the grade of the retired unit from your drop zone to rear. So, uh, the main thing that everyone got excited about was that you can use this to bring back the uh, pseudo-denial griffin combo in premium without having to use the original Night Rose because there is the G-Guard that calls a Ghosty from Drop Zone. So you call this, and then use her ability to Soul Blast and call Stellas and Cannoneer, and then Stellas and Cannoneer blow something up and you draw a card. So, uh-huh. that is a thing you hmm. can do. But do we care? I care a little bit. Like, you would, All even right. if you just run it at one, because you can put anything in Drop, so... You know. Use it for that. Like at the very least, it's that. Everything else, it's fine. I guess it's defensive. I feel like the best thing you could do with this is just play it with Night Rose, call it, and then use the Soul Blast to call something else. So you get two attacks instead of just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not play an actual Ghosty deck in Standard because Standard Ghosties are terrible. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just not really a thing. You're not going to be using it for its intended purpose. It's going to be, like, despite the name Leader, it's an ancillary card for the most part. Um, yep. There's Jesse, the Ghosty, uh, grade 2, 9k. In the drop zone, act you can retire two rear guards not named Jesse, the Ghosty, and call it to rear. Uh, and then hard once per turn on that. Not sure why you would, but you can. And then the other effect is on rear, when it attacks, it gets plus 5k till the end of that battle. At the end of that battle, retire this unit. And if you did not countercharge by the ability of Jesse the Ghosty this turn, countercharge one. So a lot of uh, hard ones per turns on that card. Yes, mm-hmm. it's. I think it has a use in premium just because it allows you to kind of extend your uh, multi-attacking combos because it countercharges mid battle phase, but otherwise not really. Uh, <laughs> I can't really justify this thing's existence otherwise. There's also uh, Damien the Ghosty, which... God damn, give the poor kid a hug. I just feel so bad for the thing. It looks you know, like that emoji with the pleading eyes. The, what's please. he scared for? He's a ghost. He's already <laughs> dead. I don't know. Cas- Casper was a friendly ghost. Why can't there be a Freddy ghost? Um, yeah. Afraid of what? AK, <laughs> AK grade one. Uh, on Van or Rear, one place from hand, search your deck for up to one card with Ghosty, put it into your drop zone and shuffle. Okay. Um, and then auto on Rear, at the end of the battle, it attacked. If you have a Vanguard with Ghosty, you can retire this unit if you did not countercharge by Damien. So it's Jesse, basically, with that effect. Boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish that was boosted instead of attacked, but can't win them yeah. all. That'd be pretty nice, wouldn't it? Maybe two nice. I feel like Jesse might have some spots regardless just because it countercharges. This seems not worth it. Mm. And also Jesse gains like 5k, so it's like an okay beater too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, this thing is probably not going to be as much of a thing in standard. In premium, definitely not. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, Jesse's probably a one of... Yeah. Yeah, I feel... I feel like you would just tech a couple copies of Beatrice and Jesse into a Night Rose deck for, like, combo plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in terms of the reprints, there and there's no promo. It's just all old Triple <laughs> yeah. R's, which is good, honestly. Because um, yep. Skull Dragon needed a reprint real bad. Oh, uh, yeah. More Skull Dragons. All right, but... Bugs. Actually, we I, read bugs. I think make county players are finally free. They don't need to think about this. I kind of <laughs> like this one. 
right, fine, we'll read it. So it has it's uh it's the grade three for well, one of the grade threes for Mega Colony, I guess. Uh, <laughs> They're the uh, only a... ones that get two grade three. Yeah. So uh, auto on Vanguard Circle. When a card put <laughs> into your opponent's damage zone during your turn, this unit gets power plus ten thousand. That's not once per turn. So if you know they take two damage, it's it gets plus twenty thousand, etc. Has it, that's only on Van. So has another auto on Van. When it attacks, you can counter boss ones and put a rear guard into Soul. Until end of battle, even if a trigger unit is revealed for your opponent's damage check, that trigger effect does not activate, and you perform the same trigger effect as that card's effect. So it steals their triggers. Then, you can Soul Blast a grade 3, choose up to two cards from your opponent's damage zone, put them in his or her drop zone, and deal one damage to your opponent's vanguard for each card put into his or her drop zone. So you're basically getting bonus drive checks for every damage you're dealing to your opponent. Yep. Which is pretty neato. Yeah. Well, during and no that, miracle heals. Right, and no no miracle heals on his attack because that'd be that'd be rude. In fact, you can randomly heal, I guess. Uh, yeah. You know, this card is pretty neat. Uh, it has it has a uh, the cost isn't that bad. Putting a rear into soul is not too bad, especially since you might want to soul blast to grade three immediately afterward. Um, <laughs> you know, just throwing it out there. Yep. And uh, you know you can you know if you if your opponent checks a crit on damage it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You... What? Just anything else? Anything else I have to say about it? No, this is a really neat card. Out of this had... entire set, this is probably one of the coolest cards. It also has some of the worst art in this set. Oh yeah, yeah. it's so generic. See, if this had really this, impressive like, art, I might be more excited, because this actually seems like a really fun card to play. What is this background? I don't understand. I just don't get it. This just anyway. seems like a random grade 2 that they decided to make the boss. Yeah, mm -hmm. actually, actually, yeah. So the other grade 3 in this set, for some reason, is Pincer <laughs> Attack Mutant Intrude Scissors. So this has an auto in the drop zone at the end of battle that your grade 3 or greater Vanguard attacked. If a new card is put into your opponent's damage zone this turn, you can counter bust one and call it to rear. And then on rear, it has when placed, you can soul bust one, choose one of your regards to stand it, and the unit gets power plus 10,000 on the turn. So you're generating quite a few extra attacks off this card. Uh, let's say, you know, you uh, you attack with a rear, attack with, um, what's his name, Worm Talk, um, Venom Stinger, um, maybe, maybe, maybe hits for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... If, if he hits, then you get to, or, you know, even yeah. later in the turn, like, well, let's say maybe he doesn't, well, no, maybe so, start it. You stack well, because if, if you use Venom Stinger skill, then you have to do a damage check, so. Uh, yeah, but they need to take a damage not to happen, right? Hmm. Well, yeah, if, a, you, this, if you oh, use the Soul Blast, the... Oh, I end, see. Yeah, so... It's just, if any new card was put in their damage zone this turn, so if you use the Soul Blast Grade 3 and force a damage check, this card will always be active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then you would call this card to stand your other rear guard, and then that rear guard can attack again, and, and Truth is just can attack again. Uh, you know. And it'd be large. It would kind of it'd be cool if intrude scissors that this unit and that unit get power plus ten thousand, but you know where it's a little uh, a little much. Yeah. And then the last card we have is a grade one for Mega Colony, um, a mutant gentleman high class moth who has a big fancy hat, uh, and it has a continuous effect that in deck and soul is regarded as grade three, which is a super dope effect in specifically Mega Colony, yes. and then. Uh, and it has an act on rear. You can rest it, put a normal unit on the bottom from the drops on the bottom of your deck, counter charge one, choose one of your rear guards, and that unit cannot intercept this turn, and it's hard once per turn. Yeah. Uh, opponent's mm, rear guard, I not wonder, yours. Yeah. Oh, mm. opponent. I wonder who needs a grade three in soul. Yeah, it could be anything. <clears throat> this guy oh, is incredibly fabulous. Super, so. Yeah. Yeah, he is very, very big hat, very pseudo coat, not, not, not coat, but like. Uh, wings floof. or whatever. Yeah, a lot of a lot of flu for sure. Um, and I then can't believe the... Mega Colony ended up being one of the most interesting and potentially powerful co clans out of this set. I know. Well, they, frankly, they deserved anyways. it. Honestly, like <clears throat> both Ninja Clans and uh, Mega Colony you deserve to be good. Up a fit before you kill them off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, and then they brought back Stealth Millipede. That's cool. Yeah. Because uh, was a pain in the ass to get for a long time. Um, and then uh, Root Beer. All right. Made in the Stand Peony. <clears throat> so, grade 3, 4, 13k. Uh, auto Vanguard Rearguard Circle. When placed, call up to one token to rearguard. If it's on Vanguard Circle, call two instead of one. And then auto Vanguard Circle and attack, counter plus one, retire four rear guards, call four plant tokens, and if your opponent is grade three or greater, all your token units and this unit get power plus 10,000 until end of turn. This card's so dope. I know, right? Mm-hmm. This card's actually good in this set, it's weird. And it's like good in premium because they have that one plant token support. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh... <clears throat> I'm like seriously considering buying a bunch of like neo nectar stuff but i also just spent way too much money on cards. yes makes sense um uh, made in the fall vine uh grade 2 10k when placed from hand to the rear guard circle with a plant token draw a card and this union gets power plus five until on the turn so Color. if you just have an excess of plant tokens for some reason, you can plus and get 5k. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I don't know if it's replacing some of the other staple cards, but... kind of sucks that it's from hand. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, whatever. And then... Made in the flower carpet, grade 1, 8k. Uh, when placed, you may call plant token to rearguard circle, vanguard rearguard. So this free token generator like Sylvia... And then drop zone, at the end of your turn, you can retire two plant tokens, return it to your hand, hard once per turn. <clears throat> so you get, like, free tokens generator every turn, or a potential 10k shield if you really need that. Well, I think you would, just because you are you have so many ways to call plant tokens, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Well, like, you could even have a turn where, you know, where you, you know, have a, you fill your board with, like, this and a couple other cards. Mm-hmm. You attack with, um, uh, Stan Peony. Retire four, uh, call four plants, leave Maiden of Flower Carpet like behind Ban or something, right? 30 yeah. 30, end of turn, retire two of those plants, bound Flower Carpet. Yep. And like, now, and now this card's going to generate two more spaces on your next turn. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of what happens to the plants in play, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is like. Neo Nectar is the other just really good uh, out of the set. <clears throat> yeah. Um,. You also got, uh, like, the, they put two uh, token reprints in this. So. Mm. Sure did. Um, read them? What? He wants to read the token reprints, apparently. Yes, please. Okay. Trying to figure out which one to talk about. It's uh, autumn, right. autumn Maiden and uh, Maiden of Nepenthes. Nepenthes. Something. Maiden of Nepenthes. Thank you. Uh, retire a plant token. Draw auto, Act Vanguard Rearguard Circle once per turn. Retire a plant token. Draw a card. Till on a turn that gets boost in 5k. When it boosts a grade 3 rearguard, you may have to boost the boosted unit get crit plus 1 until end the battle. If you do, put it into your soul. Like decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Autumn's turning maiden Rosie is auto rearguard circle at the end of battle attack vanguard counter blast one retire grade zero rearguard draw a card one of your units gets power plus five k until end of turn. Eh. Little. Right. This Why one's is that less card exciting. Reprinted? Why is that card reprinted? Yeah. Random. But fruits basket is, is was one that retired still to make two plants, right? Yeah. Which is uh, more yep. Far more relevant, and they get five k if your yeah. if your vanguard is grade three. So like, basically, when you want to use it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's the that's that's that their set. Yep. So, uh, who wins? Who loses? Uh, I think in the lead here is definitely actually I don't know I don't know how much Angel Feathers in the lead, but I think that stuff's cool. Uh, people get it who got their PRs so. Gears, uh, uh, Murkumo getting their PR is pretty relevant. 
and uh, Meg Colony stuff seems neat. But I think Neonectar cards, as far as like new cards in the set, are the best ones. Yeah. But uh, I think any of the clan, any of the clans were already pretty good that got their promos are, uh, or like relevant new support yeah. like Angel Feather uh, are probably better. Mm-hmm. So like Grand Blue, you can do, you might be able to do some interesting things with Beatrice. I think Mega Colony and Neonectar are the most like obviously you just look at the support cards they got and you go, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, like the, the zoo clans in this set definitely like everything that came out for them was the most cohesive um together it is probably going to be important for the decks they go into i'm not sure how that's going to you know work out for premium but uh yeah well neonectar they're supporting an existing playstyle and then for uh mega colony the new cards they printed don't necessarily interfere with any of your old ones so this is Venom Stinger is generic enough since you're also going to be playing Intrude Scissors and probably High Class Moth that you already have a good chunk of your deck figured out and then you just kind of bring in the generically good cards that plus or gain power or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, even the guy in the fancy hat being a grade 3, like, that does so much even for something like... Yeah. What's-his-face? Antlion. Cole mm-hmm. Magnum? <laughs> Cole Magnum. Go oh, wait, yourself. that doesn't work. <laughs> I think um, what's it called? Tachikaze also you could recycle coal magnums, and that's what matters. Yes, exactly. Um, I think Tachikaze really benefited just in terms of the reprints. You know, Sweeper and Kerto, um, Savage Trooper, Mega Rex. Those were all super they important. Didn't reprint Angerblader. No, they didn't reprint Angerblader. That was on purpose, unfortunately. Also, it's eight dollars. Yep. Relax. Uh, and the one saying if something else was a budget option. I was just trying to like give a reason why you know for us to not be mean because we're usually mean about stuff. Uh, oh yeah, um, I'm very mean. I'm yeah, toxic. But... <laughs> yeah, but Savage Shooter and Spina Extort uh, are both really good, and Gigano Blazer is okay, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that'll that does it for this set. Obviously, we're gonna do the set review um, for Clan Selection Plus Two when that finishes filling out. I'm sure we'll just be we'll be just as annoyed when we do that one. Um, oh, I'll be more annoyed. Just yeah, he'll be more. I think we'll be okay because there are some cards we actually like in this set. There's no Dikeizer, and that's annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we still only... don't know what that does, huh? The zeal. Uh, no, we say, don't. Zeal. Yeah. And they're revealing Valeos next week. Yeah. All of my clans except for Grand Blue are in Clan Selection Plus Two, so like that's where. I think I get to shine, but uh, mm-hmm. we will see. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening to this week's episode of Nexus at Nights. Uh, as always, it, uh, you can find the show on Twitter or Instagram at Nexus at Night, or if you want to help support us, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Donate uh, five bucks, that's like a cup of coffee a month, uh, and you get access to a whole ass other bonus show every week, uh, plus write-ups and... Random videos like uh, root beer failing at mulliganing twice in a row. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, where can people find you guys? You can find me on Twitter at Wickham's 2 gs 2 zs Find me at Plasma Eclipse. And then find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And then uh, thanks to $10 patrons uh, Darren and Cole for supporting the show. And also uh, Nexus at Night has a YouTube channel now, so... Link for that will be in the show notes, like usual. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm going to be putting this on YouTube. I'm Root Beer. (sighs) And have a good night, everybody.